Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, let's talk about building your email list. This is a list building 101 um, episode where we talk about the importance, how to do it, where to do it, and how to start. You're going to get all these tips coming to you after this short break. Hey there, and we're back. Thank you so much for joining me today. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for taking your time out out of your busy schedule to listen. And a special hug for those of you who have been listening for multiple episodes. Thank you so much for just showing up and continuing to support me. I really appreciate it. This episode is all about list building. I really enjoy talking about this because I remember in the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I knew that I had to create lists. I heard people talk about it. I didn't really know exactly what it is other than let's collect emails. So this is my friendly kind of crash course for those of you who know about building lists, but you're not exactly sure how to do it and just everything in between. But let's take a step back and let's talk about the why. Because I think once we really understand the why, the, the whole urgency of doing it makes more sense. Now, for a lot of you guys, um, you know, you primarily rely on social media to build awareness and obviously get clients and, and whatnot, right? But here's the thing. All of our stuff, like we focus on building followers and getting likes and shares and all that stuff. Like at a moment's notice, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else can kick you out. I'll never forget my Facebook experience where I had an ad of all things running at the same time and I got something that I did or I don't even know what happened really to be honest with you like something happened where I was first disabled then locked out then the ad was still running I had an ad running um, like during this whole time and then I lost all my followers and you know it was just a whole hot mess. I had my assistant had to send out a message um, on my behalf to one of my my groups explaining that Denise got kicked out. She's still, you know, she's trying to get back online. It was just, it was just a hot mess. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, if this is what build, like, you know, the price of building like a following is to have it ripped from out under you. Like, I don't want this. And I slowly came back online, obviously, right? But that experience like always like flowed through my mind thinking about, okay, I know there is importance to this, right? But I just don't know how like I can, you know, continue to stay in contact. And ta-da, like that's the magic of having an email list. So it doesn't matter if Facebook kicks you out or Twitter changes their algorithms or LinkedIn says like you, um, you're you spamming people and you need to go. Like it doesn't really matter all those funky things happening. You can still stay in contact with your people. So I don't really care so much if you have like one person, that's at least one person that you can still stay in contact in a way that you can't personalize, like, and you can personalize the, the experience and email that you can't do with a social media post. Because, you know, when you're making a social media post, even though you may say like, okay, I'll just 
do a blast any blast to anybody within your community like it's really a one to many right but with email you can segment you can say things in a more personal more intimate way that you can't really do through your posts and so i really want to encourage you to um to think about like the value of building a list because it's yours. It's the only thing that belongs to you. It's the only place where you can send personalized messages. It's the only place where you can connect with people and uh, in a deeper way than, than you can't do on a social media page or heck, even on your own website. And so I would really, really highly encourage you as you think about like, okay, I I know you need you know you need to build this. Like where do I need to where do I have to start? I I started off honestly El Chipo where I did it through MailChimp. Nothing wrong with it, but that's just where I started out. And since then, you know, I've migrated to other platforms right now. Um, I use HubSpot, but Active Campaign's really good and Constant Contact or AWeber. Um, there's so many other different places where you can email people. And I definitely want you to think of this as a long-term thing, right? Because I think a lot of people are like, well, I'm just going to email these people. I don't really know how um, it's going to turn out, but I'm just going to just do it for now until like as long like until I feel like it's worth my time. I want you to like exit out of your mind of well, this is just going to be, I'm just going to just dip my toes in the water and see how it goes. I want you to be really invested in trying to be committed to growing your list. It doesn't have to be necessarily in your current business, but just get in the mindset of creating a list. Because for a lot of us, we we want, if we don't feel like we're getting that um, instant satisfaction, like if we're not getting that payoff from what we're doing, we want to bail. But I just want you to just have like that commitment in the back of your mind, like, okay, I don't really know how this is going to go about, but I'm committed to growing my list. I'm committed to contacting these people. I'm committed to share and my knowledge and give value, give value and give some more value until I, and, and present offers and, and, and obviously get a sale from it. But make this a commitment. Find a, basically find a place, like I mentioned, Constant Contact or AWeb or HubSpot, like find somewhere where you feel like can offer you the best flexibility for what you're trying to do and just make the commitment like I'm going to grow my list. I'm going to try to um, connect with as many people as possible. And obviously as you're your list grows. You can decide whether or not you want to stay with one platform or migrate to another. Like I said, I I, I migrated for lots of reasons um, from Mailchimp to where I am now. But uh, again, you just have to make that decision as you grow your business, like where you want to be and how you want to show up. So now that we know that it's important, and now that we know that we have to choose a provider, right? And oh, one more thing while I'm talking about choosing a provider, I would definitely say like it can be as cheap as five cents per email to send out, okay? And if that five cents can net you a sale, it's worth the money. So do just, again, think of this as a long-term investment. Don't think of this as something where um, you just want to just try, you know, just for like six months or something. And then if it doesn't give you a sale, then give up. Like don't 
that's the quickest way. And that, if I had to go back in my own time machine, think about kind of the things that messed me up on my beginning entrepreneurial journey is wanting to give up very quickly if I didn't see the results that I wanted. So I just want to just put that out there <laughs> for, for your consideration. So now um, looking, I'm looking at my notes right now to so make sure that I'm on track with you on this. So uh, now let's talk about how to do it, how to how to how to build that list. And I I'm laughing as I'm thinking about this because I remember when I first did my my list, I had all these funky offers for like a whole bunch of different things. I had off I had offers for like freebie opt-in offers for how to improve your website. And I had freebie offers about how to score clients. And I had freebie offers for like everything under the sun. And I'd laugh about that. Not because it's funny, but because I was just so scattered brain and just getting people into my world no matter what. And so I want to let you know that um, the best and only way really to get have people opt in is create an offer or free a little freebie in exchange for the email address that's something that best represents you that best represents how you can help them that's a that's directly related to your offers like for example if you are a vegan dietitian right you're not going to have a free opt-in for you know meat lovers like meat lovers pizza or something like that it doesn't work that way i need you to make like think about things that are really directly related to what you do what lights you up what you could talk about for hours on end and then make an like a little freebie that's related to that um there's there's definitely a lot of different ways that you could do it it could be like a pdf or a link to a private video or it could be a mini course so like the sky is the limit it really all depends again on your particular business what you do I've had some clients just simply give an offer code, like here for 10% or 15% off your last order, your, your your upcoming order. Like there's just definitely so many different ways you can get people in your world. But the whole point of it is it has to, again, I just, just lay it down for emphasis. It has to be directly related to what you do and your business. And don't deviate from that. It Even if it feels like, ah, like I'm not getting... A lot of traction if I just talk about one particular thing, you know, um, but my business idea that I want to share is not as popular. Maybe I should just shift and talk and give a free opt-in that's popular, but that's not aligned with my business. Like, don't do that. Don't fall into that trap. I know I fell into that trap and um, all the people that opted into my free offer that had nothing to do with what I did as a business. For example, I had a lot of people, I remember that one particular freebie offer is like, um, here is a toolkit to help you, um, you know, revamp your business uh, business website. Like I had to- so many opt-ins, but none of them became like customers because I'm not a website designer. I'm not like... I'm not in that realm. So even though like it was a good resource, right? It wasn't something that I definitely could, you know, help people, all right? Um I just want you to believe that um if you don't if you're not getting um 
like that the impact that you would want in terms of the level of opt-ins, either you you change the way you do your opt-in, meaning like you change your your opt-in sales page or you know, you you change where you where you're getting people, right? I I definitely feel like this is um something that can be approved upon time upon time. Do not give up easily about that. So I just wanted to put that out there. Now, uh, that's kind of that that part of where what type of offers. Again, make sure that it's something that is directly related to what you do and how you can help people. And when I think about it, like it has to be a, a really quick mini solution. I've seen people make the mistake. I was I was thinking about this one um, person who made this full blown course course of all things. It was a freebie and it was filled with like a 60 page uh, workbook and it had all these videos and it was really well done. And I remember asking her like, you know, so tell me about the success rate for that. And she was saying that like less than like 10% of the people who opted in actually finished the course. And so here's another thing about opt-ins that I want to like help you save your time, money, and energy is do not invest in um, in a full-blown course or something like that for free because uh, odds are most people aren't going to complete it, right? And and second of all, you you definitely want to enhance their likelihood that they will complete it within a certain amount of time. So if you're like giving this particular free course that I was thinking about, like it was long and lengthy and involved and it was at least a week long to complete everything and it was free and it was full of value. But the because it was just so much information, it was actually next to impossible to get a quick win for someone because it was just too much information. So I always tell people, if you're going to create like any type of free webinar or free class or whatever in exchange for email, like get give them a, a do not bog them down in too much material. Give them like something like they can instantly t- like take a win and they can run with it. I always think about even the podcasts I created are like little mini wins where I'm hoping that there is something of anything that you can just take what I'm saying and then you can just run with it. That's definitely the same thing that I want you to focus on for your opt-ins. Like give something that they can just quickly take it, run with it, and they can implement it into their business or whatever you're doing. Like if you're a health coach, I'll give you the example of a health coach. If you're a health coach, um, one opt, uh, one fun opt-in that's really fast is like 10 foods to avoid if you're diabetic, right? Or like a list of, t- or a list of you know, fun, friendly vacation dining um meal options. Like, I don't know. I'm just coming up with this. The point I'm trying to make is like, give something where they can take the information and immediately implement it and use it and just feel successful. That's the best type of opt-in where they, you help them in a very specific kind of way, and then they can just run with it. Right. And there's no guarantees. Obviously they will be a customer, but they, at least they can walk away feeling better off than when they before they interacted with you, and that's like the whole classic approach about giving your op, op, free opt-in offers is that you give them something that gives them immediate value. So, if you don't want to do that, just even just a simple coupon code is value. It shows goodwill. It shows that you want to um, connect with these people and that you really want them to, you know, try out what you have to offer. 
at a, a reduced price. So that's my two cents on that. <laughs> and so let's talk about where to put these these offers. Now that we know, like we can put like coupon codes or a free mini course or um, a PDF or a video or whatever. Like where, where do we put these like opt-ins? So obviously the first and foremost place that I would have it is on your website. Think about your website is your online brochure, right? Where people can opt in and stay in touch with you. You can put them obviously on all of your posts on social media. If you are um, giving a presentation, right, you can mention it, you know, in the beginning, middle, and end of a presentation. You can, pardon me, um, you can put them, um, mention links on uh, other people's website if you're guest blogging, right? There's so many different places that you can um, connect with people because I believe that, like, if you're just focusing on one spot and one spot only, you're gonna you're you could potentially be missing out on a potential customer because uh, they they're not hanging out where you hang out. Also, one more thing I was just thinking about right now when I was on core a lot of the times. You know, I had an opportunity where I could put links to my opt-in or my website, right? I would encourage you to do that. Uh, put your opt-in on your bios, on your Instagram or your Twitter or whatever, you know. Put your opt-in to offer on Clubhouse. Like, th- let the sky be the limit. As long as you have a place where you can put a website link, put a website link. And let people know that they can they can take advantage of your free resource that you have. Don't be shy about it. Even like for a lot of people, don't assume that people are going to be reading every single thing. Like I tell people all the time, if you go on my website, denisegelee.com, scroll to them. I've got several offers. Go on my, any of my articles, like you will see different offers. Like I, I, I have them all over my, my website, right? Because I really just want to help people and I want to let, let people know that, you know, there's a resource that's very specific to what they're looking help on. I, I hope that my offer can help them. And that's that's really what we're trying to do as entrepreneurs. We're trying to be as helpful as we can to people that uh, have a, a, a concern that we can potentially solve. So I believe if you're coming from that angle, um, that's great. And then also, I mean, if you, while you've got your their attention, um, please use that opportunity to also inform them about any particular specials or discounts or anything else that you've got going on. That way they can definitely take advantage of it. Um, and especially if it's in your list, you can offer them discounts that may not be available on your website. So just want to let you know that that is another option for you. Now, lastly, let's talk about maintaining your list. This is something that I, I think that uh, we we tend to forget. We only think just think about accumulating the list, right? Put like putting our opt-ins everywhere, but we're not thinking about the next step about maintaining it. And let me explain why maintaining your list is so important for a lot of reasons. The main one that you want to do is maintain your list is that you don't want to run afoul of your email service provider, you know, saying that you're spamming people or you don't because we want to make sure that the people who 
opt in, enjoy our stuff, right? We don't want to be flagged as spammers. And we also don't want to send offers to people who they they no longer find our content useful. So that's something like, again, where I suggest like you go through MailChimp or AWeber or anything like that is that, you know, it has a very clear um a way for people to unsubscribe or modify their preferences. And I think it's also part of the can spam act law, uh, where, you know, you can get, you can get in problems with the FTC. You know, if you don't give people a way to opt out, we don't want to run afoul of the law by not allowing people the ability to, uh, discontinue engaging with you if they so choose to. We want we we don't want to email people. In other words, we don't want to email people who don't want to be in, in connected with us. Let let them be free. Um, that's definitely something I totally believe in. And do not get upset like ah oh, somebody wants to unsubscribe or oh, somebody doesn't want to unfollow. Like that's a good thing because you're paying for those each and every email. And if you can keep your email list clean, that's that's really good. And then I also want to suggest that you know sending emails every once in a while to people who are inactive, like saying hey you know I just want to check in. Are you still like interested? And if not, like if you don't respond to this email or whatever, you're free to. I'm going to um, unsubscribe and let and unsubscribe them. Do not hold on to uh, uh, emails that are inactive or are not interested in you. Because odds are, like if they haven't read your eighth email, they're not probably unless something happened. Like they're not going to buy. So your best call of action for yourself is just to remove them from your list and so that your email is like is filled with people who are definitely engaged and enjoy your content and be- can become potential customers in the future. All right. So now I want to kind of pivot and just kind of talk about enjoying yourself through the process of writing emails and connecting with your audience. Because I think that's something that a lot of people, they fall flat on is that they just feel like they have the email over and over and over every offer. I just want to give you the permission that yes, you want to keep your business, right? You want to obviously remind people about the services or offers that you have to have, but that's so like I also want you to have fun with it. Let your let your people know about things that are happening behind the scenes in your business, or let them know about new upcoming developments or new features or or something else that's relevant to to them and to and that could help them maybe like a link to you know uh, some another cool product that is a complementary to yours you do not feel stifled like you have to have a completely only offers all the time it could be something to be celebrating mother's day or um, passover or whatever special day that pertains to your business again i just want you to feel like you have the permission just to experiment with your emails Always check your open and click through rates. Always make sure that obviously your stuff is relevant and it's timely. Obviously check to see how people were engaged with certain types of content other uh, other than other type of content. Like always make sure that that's focused, but at the same time, don't feel like you have to be within a certain box of things. All right. 
Let's recap with some action items. So A, obviously get find an email service provider, anyone, and just stick with it. Keep it long-term. Also want to make sure that uh, you have a way to... Um, uh, collect email addresses uh, either through um, just a straight up opt in. They can through a sign up sheet, like whatever. Have them scattered through all, all your social media pages in addition to your website. Give them something that is directly related to what you do. Don't have something that's completely off the wall from your business. Have it directly related to potential offers and or potential services that you can create now or in the future. Um, make sure that you maintain your email list. There's definitely lots of different ways you can literally directly ask them um, or you know to check your unsubscribe rate clean them out if, if people are not engaged there's nothing wrong with that um, you want to make sure that you're engaged with people who want to be engaged with you well that is it I think I've got everything if you've got any other questions or comments send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com I'd love to uh, there's definitely much more than what I talked about right now. This is just the high level service about creating your list and and this uh, high level of just email marketing in general. But there's definitely methodology behind this. Uh, I'm much deeper. So if you feel like you need a little bit more help, reach out with me. And if you haven't reached out on my uh, denisegeely.com, go ahead, check that out because I've got tons of resources. And then lastly, connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me, Denise Lee. And I'm always creating different posts on a, just and content strategy in general. And so I'd love to continue the conversation there. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I, if there is something else that, that you would love me to talk about, please, again, send me a message at hello at denisegeely.com. Love to talk about that there as well. So that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.